Got mid intro? You can't make that up. You can't make that up. You can't make that up. You can't make that one up. No. Wow. Wow. Yo, my my thought process. I'm like, I'm gonna get him with this one. (laughs) That's what I thought too. (laughs) Last one. Last one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wait. Final. Final. <laughs> oh, right, yo, I'll take it. Okay, right, I'll take it. I'm done. I'm done. Keep it in. Oh, That's shit. what she said. Uh, uh, anyways, guys, welcome to another episode of the Booth Podcast, episode seventy-four, five, seventy-five. Oh, three quarters. Mm-hmm. We got three quarters in. Oh fuck. Yeah. <sighs> Shit, sorry, guy. Um, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, I apologize. Um, if the volume was crazy, yeah, high just because uh, I say tune into the first <coughs> first two minutes on, on YouTube because <laughs> you need to see the proof of what happened. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, dude, that hey, was man. amazing. That, to me, that's a dub. That's a dub. <laughs> to me, that's a dub. I don't care. If that's a no first one. ever. <laughs> ever had that happen. Oh, but welcome guys to another episode. I hope you guys are having a great day so far or a great night. I don't know. Um, I wanted to. This is a podcast where we talk about life, life love, life. and the deep things you can't talk about with anyone else. My name is Ken, along my co-host. Dom. And yeah, back into the 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 the, the, the podcast. Yep. Um, I had saved this relationship perspectives. Five. There's five relationship perspectives. Um, you have probably never heard of, and I thought we'd talk about them and our opinions on them. Mm. Um, let's go on this one. We'll go with this one first. The 80-20 rule. Your partner will usually have 80% of everything you've been looking for. People fall out of love because they're looking for the missing 20% from their partner. They then proceed to look for someone with that 20% that their previous partner didn't have, only for them to realize later on they left the 80% in exchange for a 20% person. Be careful with your compromise. What are your thoughts on that? It's kind of scary. Yeah? Scary. <coughs> you know, some, pe- <coughs> some people are willing to, like, give up, like, that 80% for a small 20 only to come to realize, like, yeah, yo, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Because, yo, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but every time I have, like, those TikToks where it's, like, a Reddit story about some, like, failed marriage or whatever yeah. i always hear it out i'm like yo this person fucked up yeah like there's this one about um some woman um she like some wife she right married whatever like apparently it's the greatest dude whatever she cheated on him Ooh. right and then like eventually like her life just went to shit because everyone knew this guy was like top tier yeah right and then it was like you gave up Maybe like ninety five percent of your relationship yeah. for a five percent temporary gain. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, like <laughs> that shit is scary. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, I I agree because um, it's, I feel like it's it's not even just like how it is with how you view your like person. I feel like that's how we view just life in general. Mm. Like we have basically everything that we've ever needed, but we always strive for 
this one small aspect that we want. Mm-hmm. And like, we're so focused on what we don't have that we lack appreciation for the things that we do. Yeah. And that, that ends up killing your overall perspective. Yeah. Of like, <clears throat> just gratitude, you know? Mm. But it's tough because like, I guess like movies have romanticized of finding the perfect person that fits all the right boxes. Yeah, like a huge overcorrection. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't, I, I know that I've had that feeling before in mm. relationships where I'm just like, oh, but like this. But yeah. I want this. Um, and then there are times where I have to talk to myself like, okay, but there's also this huge chunk that I've always wanted and I have it right in front of me. Yeah. Like you can't have everything. Mm. Like you should just be appreciative of what there is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But like, <coughs> what are your thoughts? Do you think, you think it's, do you think that's bullshit though? Do you think you can have a hundred percent of everything that you want in a person? No. And I think that's kind of bad. Yeah. Cause <clears throat> there's a difference with wants and needs, right? Mm. So the per- this person that you want, you know, oh, sh- I want her to have this checklist, right? What if that's not really what you need? Mm. This person could be like bringing you down, but yo, but she's doing all the things I want. But for some reason, I don't feel this way. Yeah. Right. But a person who's like probably like supporting you and everything. Yeah. Right. They're like, this is someone you need because they're doing all the things that actually is pushing you to become a better person or pushing you to where you need to be. Right. So I think it's bad to have a person that you want and you can't go hundred percent with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause what if they're not what you want? Yeah. Right. Cause everyone's going to have different, <clears throat> different needs at the end of the day. Yeah. And if you can't cater to that, you're just another dude. What about you? Um, I feel like you gotta learn to love everything. Like, mm. what is it that saying? Like, you can't have like rainbow without a little bit of rain. Yeah, like it is what it is. Mm. Like, it's love to me has to at some point get to a get to a point where it's a little unconditional. Like, I love mm. you through and through, flaws yeah. and all. Um, that's my perspective because like, if you can't, if you if you can't do that, then Maybe you just love a person for how they make you feel and not mm. who they actually are. Yeah. Because nobody's perfect. So if you can learn to, like, if you do love somebody, you'll love them even if they're on their bad days mm. or even if they have this quality that you might not fully, like, yeah, are in love with, but you just love them. You know what I mean? And for you to f- expect to find a perfect, perfect, per- perfect person is ridiculous because you're not a perfect person. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, look yourself in the mirror before you kind of, like, feel like you deserve whatever Mm. you know what i mean yeah i feel like at least this is this is at least um my view on like relationships right i feel like the person doesn't have to be perfect but the person should compliment you Mm. right so like yeah like there's a reason why people say you're opposite to track right i get it right it's because um you learn to appreciate things that you've never had a deep appreciation for yeah right like i think um before um the girl I was seeing, whatever, we were kind of, like, complimenting each other in a sense, right? Because she liked things that I probably, like, never would have liked, but I learned to like it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I guess I like doing these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it's just, like, it's like a puzzle piece, you know? It fits until yeah. it doesn't, mm. right? And then, yeah, no, a person should compliment you in your lifestyle and who you are because then it just works hand in hand. Yeah. Right? Because if they were perfect, then it's just, I don't know. I, I kind of like, not knowing what I, I don't like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? It's like I'm figuring things out with this person. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. 
on to the next one. The 100% rule. You can't offer who you are if you don't know who you are. If you only love yourself at 20%, that means somebody can come along and love you at 30%. And it would seem a lot when it's literally less than half. Whereas if you love yourself at 100%, a person that falls in love with you has to go above and beyond the call of duty to make you feel special. Mm. I agree with that one. I think that one's a big one. Like, I've always said the term, like, if you don't love yourself, how can you love others? Same thing, like, if you don't love yourself, how can you know when someone, like, loves you fully, like, the way that you deserve? Yeah. Like, like it said, like, you could love yourself at 20 and then someone will come along, maybe just love you a little bit more. And make you feel that extra special. And you're like, oh, like this is great. Like, mm. And then it gives you that instant gratification. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm worth loving. Yeah. But like, you should already know that mm. before you really, to me, head into a full-blown relationship. Mm. Because then you're always going to search for that feeling of instant gratification within your partner. Yeah. Um, and they can't always give that to you. Mm. You should be able to like, oh, how do I like do this to like learn to love myself or give myself that gratification. Because mm. I feel like it's unfair yeah, <clears throat> to constantly search for that feeling within someone else. Mm. When it's like, that's not their job. Uh, being a girlfriend, being a boyfriend, being a wife, being a husband, that's not a part of the job mm. qualification. It's to com- always gratify you with yeah. your self-worth. I think reassurance is a good thing. Yeah, but I don't think like you should depend your self-worth on another person. Mm. I think that should be something you kind of look within yourself. What do you think? No, no, that's pretty true. Because I don't, I don't think, okay, if you're becoming reliant on someone to love you mm. and you can't do that for yourself, then that's where you've kind of like, one, you've lost. Yeah. And you're going to lose them too. Yeah. Because once, because <clears throat> if you can't, yeah, if you can't love yourself, then what makes you think someone's capable of loving you at the oh, same time? I just, when you said when you lose them, buddy, when you lose them. That's when, no, that's when you start to lose them. It's like the beginning. But like also like when you lose someone that gives you that gratification, when you lose some the person that you think gives you self-worth, that's like almost like losing your own Dignity. worth. Like yeah. yeah. So wow. you gotta that's you gotta tough. you gotta love yourself. This kid I've learned that like kind of kind of like the hard way, right? Where kind of relying on someone to like, oh love me for or like me for like the shit that I'm yeah. the shit that I'm giving. Right? I'm like I didn't like some of the things I did, right? But it felt nice. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm worth it. Yeah. Right. I'm like, why do I need someone to remind me that I'm worth it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should be able to remind myself that like every day. Yeah. You know, I do the things that I want to do. Right. I, I'm doing this because I love myself. Yeah. Right. It kind of creates like <clears throat> a barrier in a sense. So when come, someone comes along and they don't show these things like, oh, you're not hurt because you can still love yourself. But when someone does come along and they show you that like another part of you is able to be loved, it's like, you know, it feels a little better. Mm-hmm. Right, like increases your shield a little more, your barrier in a sense. If that makes like any sense. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like my word is pretty bad on that. Yeah. But yeah, in order for you to like get in relationship, you do have to love yourself. I'm not saying you have to love yourself like 100, percent right? Because obviously there's some parts you're still gonna work on. Yeah. About loving yourself, right? Maybe you have some couple insecurities, and that's completely yeah. fine. Just because you have that doesn't mean you're not lovable. Mm. Right. Every, at the end of the day, everyone's gonna have certain shit that they're dealing with. Yeah. Right, but you're still capable of being loved. So this is like a reminder to you guys: if you're feeling like you're not lovable or anything, just like breathe. Mm. You know, you are. You know, because if you weren't, yo, know, you're practically like that. <laughs> Everyone's deserving of love to to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like even and, and the thing is, if you can't find it 
within someone else. You got to find that within yourself. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, you are stuck with your own voices, your own head, like, mm. your own demons. Yeah. So if you can't make your own life a better place to live in, it's not worth it sometimes, mm. right? Like, not one person can fix everything. Yeah. It's just not true. And there's only so much the other person can do for you. Yeah, and, right? and if you if you search for that, then you become so self-reliant on that. Mm. So it's not good at all. Yeah. Willingness to grow over character. We have a tendency to want the other person to be a finished product while we give ourselves the grace to evolve. Don't look at their mistakes. Rather, look at their willingness to grow. We have different pa- paces of growth, and you can't force them to be on the same maturity level as you. Not everyone had the same upbringing. Mm. Yeah. I agree with that one too, because yeah. I feel like um, when I was in my other relationship and um, there were times that we would have fights, and it was like, oh, like you don't want to hear this, you don't want to hear this. Like I would say that, and then she would tell me, like, no, I'm trying to change, like I'm trying to be better mm. for us. And at the time, um, I was just not hearing that, and I didn't listen. Like I just felt like. This is bullshit. Or like this is this is just because I said something. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like a choice that you made independently. Like this is because I'm upset or I'm in a bad mood. Now you decide you want to be a good partner. When like why is that a bad thing? Right? Like maybe they did want to change for you and that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Like it's a good thing for the relationship. Because for a relationship to work, both sides have to work <gasps> on it. Mm. Right. And so if you're if you're kind of like shunning out someone's growth, someone's development within that relationship, how is that relationship going to thrive at the Mm. end of the day? Right. And I feel like I at the time was a was a reason for that plummeting Mm. because I denied someone of their growth and didn't see it. Yeah. And like when I've I had this um, saying in my head when it's like. The more that you think of a person in a certain way, and if they're not that way yet, they eventually will because of your own like manifestations of yeah, them. Yeah. Um, I got that from like Smallville because like it's really cool because Superman and Lex Luthor are usually like in the movies they're always like bad guy, good guy, always against each other. But in this one, they're friends, mm. and then they slowly like he starts believing in him less. And then he becomes the villain because his friend doesn't trust him. Mm. So in relation to relationships, the more that you don't trust your partner, the more that you think they're going to do the wrong thing, the more you might be manifesting that. Mm. And that's not a good thing because it's not like, oh, see, I was proven right. Nah, you wish that upon yourself. You know, that's called (laughs) self-sabotage. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Self-sabotage for sure. I think that's one of self-sabotaging in a relationship is one of the biggest killers. Because right, some people don't even know they were doing it like subconsciously. Yeah. Because I, I was I was doing that <clears throat> back then, right? It's like oh, <clears throat> like I was already mentally preparing, emotionally preparing for all of it in case it did happen. You know, I I put myself through that. Yeah. Right. And it was just like oh shit, that's <laughs> low key my fault. Yeah. Right. And it's like it's fucked. It's do you have any so examples fun. of self sabotage that you realize within yourself that you do? Like with like within with the relationship, yeah. Let's see. Because <laughs> I don't overthink, but it's like, I'll think of the all the different scenarios. Yeah. Right? So I guess that's one form. Yeah. Right? And like, I can choose to believe in either one. Yeah. 
And it's like, I, I don't, I'm, I stop myself from trying to believe that. Yeah. But because, you know, I've, part of me is believing it strongly. It happens. Yeah. Poof. What happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's my big yeah. example. Mine would be like pushing away help. That too. I do that so much. And then like, but now I catch myself like, oh, like if I'm feeling a certain way and someone, let's say like wants to be there for me. Now I just let them. Mm-hmm. I let them do whatever it they feel is going to be helpful to me. Because if I push away help, like even if let's say I don't want it uh, and I just push it away, that pushes them away from the idea of helping. Mm. like oh like every time they're down just not help you know what i mean like so then yeah. now like that is self service because what if deep down i do want it but my other thought is like no push it away mm-hmm. so i i like catch myself i'm like okay like if they want to be there okay i'm just gonna let them do that because mm. maybe that's what i actually want yeah and then if i don't want it i sh- then i'll figure it out mm-hmm. but if i push it away before i even get it then what's the point you know what i mean yeah so i kind of like let let help come to me now like if mm. they decide to do it um and see how i feel after if yeah. i didn't want it then i will mm. not ask for it again Fair. or like let it happen again but that's one form of self-sabotage that i do all the time yeah no i do that too the whole like yeah i don't i don't ever i don't really ask for help yeah a lot of my friends know that <laughs> right and it's just like because the part of me is like i do it because i'm like i can deal with it yeah i can you know don't worry about me Right? It's more like I self-sabotage the point. It's like, don't worry about me. You know, it's not, it's not a priority to you. Just like, leave me alone. Right? I don't say that, but it's like, I'll keep it within myself. Mm. Right? Just because it's like, don't, like, it's just, I don't like the attention of it. It's like, oh, I'm my lowest. Can you not look? Mm-hmm. Right? So that's one thing I do. Yeah. Right? My friends know that, <laughs> sadly. But it's like something I've, I've worked on recently. Especially last month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm trying to work on that. Because the thing is, like, I, I always believe, like, sure, can I work on myself to a point where I don't need anybody? Mm. Maybe. But the most, like, most groups, like, most teams work the best mm. when they're together. Yeah. Like, if you have a solid team around you, a solid, like, um, just, like, group of, like, people that you can lean on and depend on, that makes it that much better. That, that way you're not alone um, when you're dealing with shit. And, like can get that extra help that you need because if you decide to push everybody away but no one wants to be around you mm-hmm. that's like the hard truth right and it's 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 so great when you see dynasties mm. like dynasties are only there because they learned how to work together how to trust each other and even if it's not a basketball team yeah even if it's not uh like a i don't know content creator team whatever it is just having those solid like friends that you can depend on when you're going through life struggles is the like best thing that you can ask for mm. because then you could actually feel like you can accomplish everything. Mm. I remember a quote from like Joey Diaz. I don't know if you know who Joey Diaz yeah. is, but he's like, all you need is like three motherfuckers and you could run, like run the world. And like, it's so true. Yeah. Like the, the trust and the loyalty and the, like just the bond that me and my brother have alone. Mm. I'm like, Oh, we could do, we could do anything. Yeah. And if you can, like, having that is such a powerful force in and of itself because, bro, like, I know, like, I can, like, turn my back and he's fine. Mm. Or he can he can take care of me. Or, yeah. like, if 
he turns my back, like turn, turns his back. I got him too, mm-hmm. and that's like so super powerful. Oh, sorry, I wanted to add this part. You know when you're talking about because it blew my mind. I forgot to say it. Remember you were talking about like um how do you like not cherish or like lose that person oh. and stuff. I don't know. This clip hit me. <laughs> it reminded me of it. Remember that one scene in, in um Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Uh-huh. It was like um Mr. Mosby's like how do you lose a woman? Oh, and then Cody the cherish said, her. You forgot to cherish her. Yeah. And it was just it just hit me like yeah. That's <laughs> how so you lose someone. That's true. But vice versa for guys. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, to love means to accept the risk of pain. You really have to love like you've never been hurt. Lack of vulnerability kills relationships and fear hinders it from growing. To become spring means accepting the risk of winter. To become presence means accepting the risk of absence. Mm-hmm. I think love is high risk, high reward. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The... Like like the, the the thing that is said, absence and, and presence. As amazing as it is for someone to come into your life, reverse that. Mm. How would it feel losing them? It's that much worse. Yeah. Like it really that's really how it goes. Mm. How easy it is for someone to come into your life is also how easy it is for them to go. Yeah. And it's super, super true. It's true, but it's also like scary. Yeah. Right? I remember um I was listening to a song, I think it's by Leve. <laughs> I remember, but basically the lyric went like, um, she, uh, I forgot what it, how it went, but she said, I love you, or the person said, I love you to her, and then she said, like in the song, it's like, now it feels like I have someone to lose, mm. right? Because it's obviously like, once you love someone, it's like, yo, anything can happen. Yeah. Right? You have, you're at risk of like losing that person like yeah. that yeah. easily. Yeah. Right? And it's, 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 yeah, high risk, high reward, right? You only think of the reward because you don't ever want to think about the risk. Right, and it's just it's it's a great feeling. It's great. I I love it, right? But once you think about the losing that person, it's like this shit is scary, you know? Because obviously, like you don't want to lose a person, yeah. right? You want to love them with your whole heart and really make it out through, through, and through. But then once you do lose that person, it's like oh, this shit. Maybe it ain't for me, you know? You start diving into those thoughts. But love is an amazing thing. It is. As much as it, it is scary, at least where I am right now, mm. I'm still not, like, opposed to it mm-hmm. as I was before. Yeah. You know? Back in, like, high school, I used to think, like, oh, yo, I want to be in love, blah, 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 but I don't want to lose the person. Then it got to a point where it's like, oh, maybe it's just not for me. You know, I can't love the, a person like that anymore or like that and shit in high school. And it's just, it was a lot because, obviously, you want to be loved, right? But you also don't want to lose at the same time. Yeah, there's this saying in fighting. They say the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Mm. So, like, when it, when you're winning, you're on the highest mountain, you're on the highest of feelings. But when you lose them, you can feel on the lowest. Like, it's the end of the world, like, all this and that. Mm. And that's so true. My God. Like, I remember, like, at peak, falling in love. At peak, the dates, the, 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 the rush, you know. But then when... when the breakup happens. It is so slow. It is so painful. A minute feels like forever. Mm-hmm. I think this is a perfect segue to me. Um, we have a film that we're working on called What Once Was Forever. And it, to me, it's going to exemplify the highest of highs and the lowest of lows mm-hmm. of like how quick um, relationships could feel because 
you remember them in glimpses of moments and and time. And then when you remember the breakup, you remember the long drive you took or the long walk you took or the the long night that you stayed up listening to sad music. Like it, it just stings for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. And relationships can feel so fast. Yeah. Like that is the ultimate truth. And I've had long relationships, but I can remember them in minutes. But like the breakup. I remember all of it, <laughs> like uh-huh. all of it. I remember all of it, and that's the that's the truest thing ever. Yeah, and I think that's the, that goes the same thing. Like like I said, in fighting, the highest of highs, lowest of lows. I can imagine a fighter winning, and it's like they party, forget yeah. everything the night of, and then boom, if they lose, they're sitting with that. Mm-hmm. You just have that feeling, like oh, everyone and their grandma knows. Like I just lost. Yeah, like when you when you're broken up with. The, the truest interpretation of a breakup that I've ever seen is 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> when is the guy, it's the guy just like... So sad. <laughs> did you, so sad. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but his daily routine was just like, wake up, and he's like, just like down, his face is down, and he's walking. He's just all sweat, sweats. Yep. And like dropping plates. Like It was just like nothing phase him. Like you get so numb, and it just sucks. Um, but another part of that little rule is like to love like you've never been hurt mm. i just think of ted mosby yeah because i feel like i love like that guy mm. like that guy just he walks into another like relationship like it's a new story mm. and like rose covered glasses the whole way yeah through. yeah and like sometimes to me it is difficult because when you're walking into a relationship like a new one you're remembering like um that the old one's gone. Like everything's gone. Mm. Like whatever was is 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 what it is. It's was. It's past tense. It's gone. That moment's not there anymore. And so when you're like entering this new one, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta like really live through this and like experience it to its fullest. Because if I keep, if you ever like think of the past, that's all you're ever gonna stay in. Mm. And I I admire that guy. I know he's fictional. <laughs> I know he's fictional. No, apparently it's very close to like. The actual actor, Josh Radner. Josh Radner. That's what I think. He thinks no. He thinks he's the complete opposite of that. Oh, okay. Never mind then. But if you ever heard him like talk, he sounds so much like Ted. It's hilarious. Which I mean, I guess he would be yeah. like, considering he's the uh-huh. actor. But like, yeah, I just feel like, um, I feel like you're like that too. I am. You remember what I we am. said before? You're like, Yo, you know me, bro. You know us, bro. We're lover boys. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, I take, it takes a... A strong heart to enter any any <laughs> stage to like oh really God. do it without like nothing's happened, dude. Yeah, you know, because obviously, like, if you're heading into a new relationship, you don't want to carry any like baggage that you had from like your past relationship. Obviously, some people are gonna have it, which is completely fair, yeah. right? You're scars, not, scars are scars, bro. yeah, literally. It's like, you're, of course, you're gonna be more wary, right? But don't let that stop you from pursuing like that person or like falling in love, yeah, you know, and it's a great feeling because. But it's scary at the same time, right? 100%. I'm not trying to tell you guys to like don't do it. I'm telling you to do it, right? So it's okay to feel scared because I went through that, right? And it's like, oh, yeah, what if like? Because I remember some girl I was talking to, right? I think we were talking about like someone of our fears of like getting into a relationship. I think I told her, I'm like, oh, like I didn't want to tell her, but I'm like, okay, if we're gonna be vulnerable, I gotta like say it. Yeah. I told her like, I don't want you becoming another talking stage. I don't want you to like be another lesson, right? And then she told me hers, right? And I'm just like, 
okay, I can, I can, I can go f- fresh into this, mm-hmm. right? And it was great. It was great for last for as long as it lasted. <laughs> and but no, you you have to be willing to put your heart out there again, no matter how many times you've been stabbed, hurt, yeah. or in pain, or been sad. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a lot of growth, and in the end, it's rewarding. Yeah. You know, because every time you go through another breakup, you build yourself back up again. Yeah. As tiring as it is, yeah. it gets better. You may not be able to see it right now because it's so dull and it's so gloomy. But trust me, bro, it gets so much better once you're able to, like, really believe that it gets better. Yeah. Right? That's 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 kind of, like, my process with, with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Enough said. That was really good. Uh, this is the 72-hour rule. Uh, I read this with Summer, uh, one of my, our best friend. And I I agreed with her where I disagreed with this rule. But we'll, we'll go through it. Whenever something made you upset, you have to wait s- for 72 hours before showing your emotions. You have to think it through logically and absorb your emotions before trying to arrive at a conclusion. I, I agree with some of the points that were made, but I think 72 hours is kind of long. I think 72 hours, like three days, bro? You know how much you can do in three days? You know how much you can do in 30 minutes? Like I, mm-hmm. I, like I'm sitting there. Me being an overthinker, you know. Yeah. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I I need that problem solved. Like, because I, I the way I view problems sometimes is like, it's a fire. Yeah. Got to put that out as quick as possible, mm-hmm. or shit is going down. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how I view it. Um. Of course, are there like some things that okay we should cool down before we like really talk about it? Like it takes like some some things take times. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Just not seventy two hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you? How do you? What is? What is your go to when it comes to like arguments and fights? Um, for me, at least the shit that I went through, um, I kind of like I like the rule where it's like, all right, we're not going to each other, we're not going to bed, mad at each other, or anything like that. Like we'll talk it out before we sleep, right? Because I want I want to sleep good, bro. That's right. that's my rule too. Yeah, that is my rule too. But at max, a day. Okay. For, yeah, but I think a day max is like fine yeah. for me to like cool off, right? Even it's a couple hours. Like, yo, let me not be in your presence right now because I gotta think about this whole thing, yeah. right? Because I'm a dude who just wants to, who just wants to fix it like like that, yeah. right? But obviously, at any time, like think and make sure like okay, it's just gonna be the right choice. You know, you gotta like expand your options to see what goes best. So yeah, I don't think three days is good <laughs> at all because that's like. I don't know. Okay, I get it if you can't, like, if you're very impulsive. Yeah. You know, but if you're not, it's like, yo, you can just fix it right now. Right. As long as the other person's on the same level. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I think a day max is what yeah. you need. What are your thoughts on breaks? Oh. <sighs> uh, I don't know. I, okay. Wait. Breaks as in, like, just, <laughs> just a break. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I think breaks are kind of stupid. Yeah. Because if you can't, like, work it out right then and there, then just... guess you just don't see eye to eye anymore. It's like, right. you gotta just break yeah. up. Right. And if you... I understand if you need... There's a difference with break and space. Yeah. Space is like, all right. You know, I, I'm... I, cool I, down. Yeah, it's cool down. Okay, yo. I'm gonna think... Because if we do it right now and talk about it, it's gonna be irrational. Yeah. Right? So let me all just... All driven space. by emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But if you need a break, it's like, bro. Like, that means you're not serious. Right, it's like you're kind of like distracting yourself a little bit, 
right? It's like, okay, I don't have a partner right now. So, you know, yeah. let's fuck yeah. or whatever. Whoa. <laughs> no, For no, sure. no. Let's, you know, let's, let's just yeah do whatever. Sure. Right? Keep my um, mind off it. You're not thinking about it. I don't like breaks. Uh, I mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. um, until I saw this clip on TikTok that was just like, oh, like breaks. Like when you go on a break, you're essentially like going about about it like apart. Yeah. And then you go in, you fix it, and then you come back together. And like that's great and all. So, you know, like at times, but then like if you can't fix the problem within each other, mm-hmm. like with one another, you're yeah. learning how to be apart. Exactly. Instead of being together. Yeah. And I think. Like, before, of course, I was like, you know, like, if you need your time to think it out, whatever, that's cool. Um, but a break is, is crazy. I think a break mm. is crazy. Um, what, what, whatever works for you guys, works for you guys. Whatever relationship rules that you have, um, where I'm not trying to push anything onto you guys. Obviously, if you agree with me, take it as is. Mm-hmm. If you disagree and have a better way of doing it, I'm sure, like, you'll find a partner that agrees with you and you guys have a great relationship. Mm. On my end, though, me and my like me and my future partner, we're not gonna have, or me and my partner, I, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna have breaks. Yeah, we're gonna have spaces of cool down, and we're gonna talk things out mm. because that's how it's gonna be. Mm. Like I'm, even if I'm not, even if we're both upset, or I'm upset, or you're upset, I'm still gonna pick you up from work, and we're gonna go home and have dinner. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna figure it out, but we're not gonna be like you go off and I go off and. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't sit right with me, mm. because like why that and like when you're on a break, you're at risk of losing each other already. Yeah, it's like yo, it's it's just fucked. It's like it's already in the air. A break to me, it's the beginning at the end. A break to me could be like practicing breakup, and then, I like have you ever heard the this term dating is practicing divorce? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like if as much as possible, I could build something with someone, and we grow together, and it works out perfectly, and the timing is there. I'm taking that route. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can't do it the other way around. And I mm-hmm. think I've, I've done enough in the dating world that I can firmly say that, mm-hmm. like I can be in a place where like this is what I want. Yeah, and the other thing is what I don't want. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, don't agree with the 72 hour rule. Don't agree with spaces or breaks. Or, sorry, breaks. I agree with spaces, but not breaks. I've had many breaks and that just never worked out. Mm. Never worked out with any of those partners. I mean, you guys saw uh, Ross and Rachel in Friends. Ooh, that's a touchy topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I've, I've heard the, the whole argument with, like, oh, like, but like they're on a break. <sighs> a break. I was like, yeah, breaks aren't breakups, though. Mm-hmm. I also think that I also think breaks aren't breakups. If I'm on a break, do I still have a job? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Might not be getting paid for the job, but I'm still on the job. Mm-hmm. So I gotta come back. To that's work. true. That's true. <laughs> that's a, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. So that's my opinion on that. <laughs> what other? Do you have any other rules that you would have in your relationships or different perspectives that you? Would it apply to your own relationships in the future? Rules? Sounds like a prenup. Because <laughs> I, I have I have this one where it's like a date night at least once a week. Mm. Like that is the bare minimum. Mm. Okay, we have to go on a date. Yeah. Um, 
I saw this one where it's like every like this is like oh three questions to ask your partner to have a long and lasting relationship. Mm. And it was like um, three questions that they kind of reflect on at the end of the, every month. Oh, yes. Okay. That I remember. I saw that. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, um, our, there was one question that was like, are we together because we love being together or are we just convenience for one another? Mm. First of all, that's a tough question. That is. That is. That's a tough question. I would dread mm. because like imagine like hearing yeah you're just for convenience yeah that would suck dude i've I've had a couple friends date out of convenience but they didn't know it was convenience at the time Ooh, right until like later on right it's like my friend told me it's like i think it was like a five four-year relationship mm. right because they did it in high school and then you know uh post-secondary yeah so basically like five four years um they were dating and then later on you know, after the breakup, blah, blah, blah. He told me, like, yeah, a lot of me, like, loved her just because she was, like, just, like, near me. And she she kind of admitted the same thing, I believe. And it was, like, it kind of made sense. I'm, like, I mean, yeah, you guys are really close to each other, like, distance-wise. So, of course, you're going to see each other often. That's why it's convenient. So, he, f- they both kind of fell out of love, out of convenience. But, obviously, they did like each other for, like, yeah. the things, whatever. Yeah. But it, it sucks when it, when it is that. Or if you love someone out of, um, or like someone out of loneliness or desperation, you're just like, I'm just using you to like fill up this void. That's one of the worst things you can do for a person. Yeah. Right? Because then it, it it just sets them up for failure. Yeah. Another question that I saw that I really liked too was, um, is there anything that I did to upset you? If so, what can I do to make it better? Or like be better? Mm. I like that question a lot. It's almost just like um what do, what do what do they do at like jobs where it's like um you kind of like look at your performance. <laughs> like you, you know what I mean like oh, yeah. let me see how my performance was the past month. Mm. Um because there could be a way that you say things. Mm. Um that at least that I've caught for myself. There are, are ways that I've talked and like it upset a partner and it's like I learned this through my parents. Mm-hmm. Like um, and it, it's not healthy. Yeah. Because, like, if I was a kid and I didn't like hearing it, imagine how partner would be hearing yeah. it from me. So I think that's a very important reflective question because then now you could kind of fix. Fix your own phrasing and your own, like, mm. you know how, like, sometimes you're texting and, like, auto-phrasing? Fix your auto-phrasing, you know, so that you'd speak to your partner in a way that, like, not that, like, you're walking on eggshells, but in a way that you are talking to them and informed that they still feel loved by you, mm. right? There's a difference between being, like, critical and being rational and being an asshole. Mm. Like, there's a huge difference in how you speak with your partner. Like, be giving advice and helping them out versus, like, being a parent. Yeah. Because sometimes you tend to do that because, like, that's the way your parents loved you. Mm. And you forget, like, oh, like this is my partner yeah not my kid or mm. not my you know what i mean mm-hmm. just i know i know i've had a lot of friends struggle with the whole like tone part yeah right it's like they, they get in so many fights and arguments where it's like it sounds like the, the girl would be like you sound like you don't care like you're being so mean blah blah blah. but that uh, my friend he's just monotone mm. right so it's yeah. of course it's gonna sound like yeah doesn't care but yo he does yeah he does right so I've, I've had to help my friends, like, yo, fix that shit. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, 
if you want to try and avoid, like, not avoid, if you want to, like, not get the fight as loud, does that make sense? Or yeah. get worse? It's usually just, like, the tone of your voice and how you deliver it. Like, one trick I learned is just talking, gen- like, very gentle, mm. right? Be like, hey, so you did this, and I feel this, mm. right? Instead of, like, yo, you did this. You know, I don't like the way you did this, mm-hmm. right? It just, it's, it's just a tone. Like, the tone, a lot of dudes kind of suck at it. And I've, I've witnessed it first and it's kind of funny. I'm sorry. And it's just like, yo, it's just relax, calm, you know? Then I, I like the speak. idea of like, this is the I feel pillow. <laughs> Whoever has the pillow gets to talk. <laughs> have you seen those? Uh-huh. Like, okay. And then they have the pillow. And I just feel that when this happens, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, And because sometimes like, this is just a main rule for me is like, whatever you are going through um and like your partner thinks like oh like i did that i'm so sorry like it's my fault. no it's not your fault it really is my problem and i just kind of just want you to comfort me i don't need you to like apologize for that yeah. it's not your fault like mm-hmm. it's just my feelings are whack yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean uh-huh. and so sometimes like and, and, and vice versa i've had like you know girls tell me like i don't need your advice right now mm-hmm. i just need you to listen yeah yeah because mm-hmm. like for me the main the the parent that showed me the most love was my dad and the way he showed love was like tough love lecturing advice yeah. tough love yeah so when i hear a girl going through their problems like yo you just, just do this like just <laughs> do that just do this or like you got this like and i'm like mm. coaching them prep talk like pep yeah. talk and it's like i just wanted you to listen <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh sorry yeah. so i've learned from ken was like do you want me to listen or do you want advice like that's mm. the number one thing um, i've had an ex where she um she used to complain to me about her mom mm. and how her mom would talk to her and then there were times where i would be like acting a little childish or like there's just things that i wasn't unsure like i wasn't sure of in my life and she would Talked to me exactly the same way that she told me her mom talked to her. And it was like, correct me if I'm wrong, projecting a little bit. Just like, or not, is that the word? Am I using that? No. Or like, what? okay, what's the context? So yeah, she's speaking to me. The way her mom speaks to her. Her mom speaks to her. Oh no, yeah, that's projecting. Yeah. So like, I was like, dude, why ain't your mom? <laughs> like, don't talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, don't do that. So I was just like, why? Um, that's another thing. Don't do that in your relationships. Mm. Just don't don't parent your partner. It's not mm. cool. It's, not. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> like, like I get it though, because that's sometimes what everyone's like base form of love that they've yeah, learned. Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of just like give it out mm. unsolicited sometimes. And you're like, this is just how I show love. And it's like, cool. It's not the love that I'm asking for. Though. <laughs> like sometimes, like, you know, I just want you to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a piece of advice. You know, just uh, listen. Yeah. You know, listen to listen. Don't listen to respond. Mm. That's a very important thing. We talked about that. You know, because yeah. uh, there are different times where it's like, you know, your friend's talking. It's like, why don't you just do this? You know, do that. Like, yo, bro, I'm just venting, bro. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, my fault. Right. But, you know, you should do this. Because <laughs> it's like, it just makes them feel like no one's there. And sometimes it right. makes them feel like they're dumb. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, wow, you're making me feel really stupid right now because why don't I just do this? Why yeah. don't I just do that? Mm. And it, and that wasn't even your attention. You yeah. weren't trying to tell them, dude, you're stupid, do this. You're just it's trying just, to be helpful. But, yeah. you know, there, right? there's you, a have time the, you have the right intention, it's but not the wrong time, the yeah, wrong yeah, execution. Yeah. It just wasn't, yeah. this wasn't needed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If there's any other rules or perspectives that you guys have on how you would treat a relationship or how you treat relationships, by all means, uh, drop them down below. Message us. We'll bring it up in a podcast or a future podcast or even just on an Instagram story. We'll see. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, as always, leave a like, comment, and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Um, any last words? Um, if you guys want to audition for Dom's short film, mm. it's coming soon through any experience. Uh, we're, we're looking for some, we're going to look for some background actors. So that's going to be interesting. Mm. Uh, if you're looking to be no act, no acting experience needed for some background acting. So, uh, unpaid, paid, unpaid. Um, unpaid. but there will be catering. Will be yeah. Paid. Um, message Dom. Message us at the booth or, and then we're going to post like a casting call yeah, very, very yeah, soon yeah. with the email that you guys should be sending towards us. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys know more information mm. as the dates come closer. Um, but yeah, that's uh, sorry. Another upcoming message, in a sense. Um, you know, stay tuned. Stay tuned for us. You know, little little self improvement project just coming through. You know? Oh, that sounds yeah. familiar. Very familiar. <laughs> you know. Anyways, that's been Dom Ken. Hope you guys have a good day. Peace out. Didn't work.